Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, killer monsters with cute faces, strange experiments based on Greek mythology, annoying but lovable little brothers, mysterious police officers, and gross-out violence. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 318. Oh my god! G-Tan is trying to kill me! Run away! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and reviews about connecting the enhanced narratives. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjoro, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful and illustrious podcast that is the Spark and Manga Review. And I've got to say, things are looking up, things are looking good, and I am excited because next week we are going to AC for that one, that only, Anime Next 2019. We'll be posting all the information the day before the con happens, but I am just so excited i gotta say i'm really excited for what's gonna happen we got some interviews we got some panels going on and i think it's gonna be fun but i'm getting ahead of myself if you're joining us for the first time welcome so sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives pretty much what that means is that every episode we tell you about different manga in this case if it's a movie review movies games games so on and so forth and we tell you the pros and cons about it how the art style is, the characters are, the plot development, the background, the author's previous works, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You have to do anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, entertaining, and most importantly, explaining. Now, if you want to listen to some of our earlier episodes, you can check them out at www.spirekin.com where we have all of our episodes listed in the show notes, and also we have a large plethora of stuff because we've been doing this podcast for over 11 years. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and other social media sites. And just type in Spirekin, that's S-P-I-R-A-K-N, and I guarantee you'll find us. And if you want to rant at us or if you have a recommendation for manga you want us to put on our Wheel of Manga, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, not Z-A-N, at S-P-I-R-A-K-N dot com. We're also on Spirekin at gmail.com if you want to go there or leave a comment or direct message me on Twitter at Spirekin. So, now that that's out of the way, hope you guys are doing good. Like I said, I'm a little excited, a little psyched out to do some podcasting and also getting ready for this really cool con coming up. But, we have to get some other stuff out of the way, some other book keeping out of the way specifically new manga release day yes on tuesday of every week we have new manga releases and so this podcast on wednesday when we use our new podcast or if we do a tuesday podcast we tell you the new releases that are coming out and this is all the stuff that's coming out on the 28th of may and since it's the 29th episode it's a little behind but we're good we got some decent titles not as many as last week but we've got some good ones you have tweet yeah, there you do. Sorry, brain's kind of blah. Need to drink some water. But you have Cheese Sweet Adventure Volume 4 coming out. You have Eve and Eve coming out. Glepnir Volume 2. Holy Corpse Rising Volume 1. You have How a Realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom Volume 3, The Light Novel. And I've been waiting for this manga because I really do enjoy it. I can't wait to actually review this on the podcast. Just the way the manga has not dictated it yet. But soon it will. And then I can talk about how amazing that series is because it's very different. Uh, you have... I'm Standing on a Million Lives, Volume 1, Magical Girl Sight, Volume 9, Masamune Kun's Revenge, Volume 10. I thought the series was done, but guess not. Monster Girl Doctor, Volume 4, Moo Monster Secret, Volume 16, Oh Jojo Jo, Volume 3 to 4, and Servamp, Volume 12. 
So a nice little plethora of manga coming out. Um, like I said, the one I'm looking forward to is How Real is Secure Rebuilt the Kingdom. And I want to check out I'm Standing on a Million Lives, because that seems pretty cool. I want to see what it's about. But those are mangas that we may review in the future. For right now, let's get on with it and talk about the manga that we're talking about today. So, if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated me that I'd be reading a manga that was written by Chihiro Watanabe. And this was published by Mag Garden. There's three volumes of it out. It originally came out 2015 to 2016. And this is a very weird, disturbing, horror action fantasy shonen series that I would be intrigued to see released onto an anime series, or better yet, made into a live action film, because this would be horrific and amazing or terrible, depending on what you think. And the title of this manga we're talking about is Pygmalion. Now, I know, it's a weird title. The reason why is it's a Greek title for a Japanese manga. What's the deal with that? Well, to explain it, Pygmalion is a Greek story about a sculptor who was amazing at his work. He didn't have anyone who loved him, but he created lots of great statues. And one day, he got inspired and he created a beautiful woman in sculpture form, and he fell in love with her. And he he was he treated her like his wife for years. Like, she was a person that, he, like, he'd make dinner for her even though she was just standing there and and would dress her. And it's just a statue that he was in love with. And one day, Aphrodite sees this person who loves this statue so much. And Aphrodite decides, you know what? I'm going to grant you a wish. Snaps her fingers. The statue comes to life. Statue's name is Galatea and becomes his wife. She loves him and she's going to be with him forever. Romantic story about something that is inanimate coming to life and loving the person forever. Romantic almost. There's variations on it, like one said that he originally created the, the statue for the King of Crete and then the King of Crete didn't want it because he was crazy. But again, the King of Crete was also someone who was fucking bulls. Minos was a very screwed up person. Fun fact, for those of you joining us or don't know, I'm a huge mythology buff, so I could talk about mythology for hours on end. If I want to do a mythology podcast, I totally could, but I'm not going to. But that's not what this manga is about. What is this manga about? It's about mascot characters. Yes. Now, there are over 4,300 mascot characters in Japan. Now, these mascot characters, their job is to promote different businesses, and it's a huge business. Uh, one of the most popular ones that we know of is Kumamon, the black bear with a white face and has red on him, and Kumamon, Kumamon, and he has toys after him, and he is just a prefecture's mascot. That's his job. There's mascots for power companies, mascots for baseball teams. There's hundreds of mascots for everything possible. And this manga is taking place in Osaka during the local national mascot festival where over 4,300 of these mascots have got together for a convention almost. And all the kids and all the people are going there to see these really cool mascots. And they're all different drawn. One is a pig with overalls. One's an elephant who's an artist. One is a baseball player. One is a police officer. One is a TV uh like, imagine Conti, but instead of a TV, he's got a camera. You have a bunch of little ones, big ones. You have one who has, uh, he's a tanuki, so he has a leaf on his head, and he gives people leaves. Really nice. They're all excellent and great. And attending this event are two brothers, Kego Ayahara and his little brother, Makoto Ayahara. 
Makoto is a little boy. He's an elementary school student, and he loves his big brother, but he loves one thing more. He loves mascots. And his big brother, Kego, made him a mascot costume. So he's kind of wearing a onesie pajama mascot costume. And he's super excited because he gets to meet all the wonderful mascots that he sees on TV. And one of them gives him a leaf. So he's really happy about it. So he's, like, super excited for it. And also joining them is their friend, Ako Sejima. Uh, Kego's, you know, love interest friend from when they were young. Also, her dad runs this event. So things are going great. It's looking a lot of fun. Also, you learn a little bit more about Kego and Makoto's life. The fact that they have a single mom. Their dad died or disappeared. They don't really know. But she's working really hard. Kego's trying to pick up the slack, be the best son he could be. He's willing to drop out of school so he can work and support his family. Because family is everything to him. Really important. His little brother is just a little brother. He likes drawing and having fun and this and that. And he's really having a good time at this event. And then, as they're hanging out... Um, Keiko decides to give his little brother a drink, soda, and like most little brothers, he can't really hold it and spills it all over Keiko's shirt. Ah, damn it, Makoto, I gotta go clean this up now, wait here with Akko, I'll deal with this. So he goes to the bathroom to change, or clean up. And then as they're walking around, Akko's walking with Makoto, and Makoto sees a little mascot. About three feet tall, small, walking around. And like most kids, when you see something little and cute, you're going to run after it. So Makoto runs after it and runs into an alley after it. Now, while Eiko is trying to figure out where Makoto went, the loudspeaker goes off. And a weird voice says, Hey, all you mascot fans, are you having fun? And they're like, wait, did the show start? What's going on? It's like, well, humans, what do you think is it that makes these mascots function? The answer is lies. Humans are able to function because of lies. But you see, lies are beautiful things. Me personally, I love mascots. They are such beautiful lies that humans have created, and I have found a way to make these lies into the truth. And now I'd like to just demonstrate it to all of you. The festival surprise event is about to begin. The festival will continue for all eternity. Please observe, everyone, and have fun. And as they hear this, suddenly it goes to Makoto following this little, cute little mascot, which turns around and opens a huge mouth and attacks Makoto. Meanwhile, all the people who are in this park are, hey, what's going on? Well, that was a weird message. Did the show start? And as they're walking around just figuring out what's going on, one of the mascots, a dog one who has a baseball cap, He's just looking right, looking left, because he heard the weird noise. And the mascot just moves his hand out and then proceeds to smush a little girl. Just whacks her head right off. And everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? He just killed that little girl. And the, the mascot just looks at his hand and he's just like, who was this? And everyone's freaking out, saying, oh my god, that's a homicidal maniac, it's a homicidal maniac. What the hell's going on? Let's stop it, stop it. And meanwhile... All the other mascots start going crazy. And it's not just in Osaka. This event is happening around Japan. So in Hiroshima, in Tokyo, all the way up in Ashima, all over, there is these crazy things happening because all the mascots have gone crazy. Now, as these mascots are going crazy, killing people and doing horrific things, 
Keigo is looking for Makoto. He's trying to figure out what's going on. Where did he go? What's going on? Where's Makoto and where's Akko? Those are his two things that he's concerned with. Also, Akko was defended by her dad from one of these creatures, so her dad is injured. And as they're worried about this, this guy that Keigo, Makoto, and Akko ran into, this this kind of, I don't want to say Yakuza-looking, but he's kind of a, a military-looking guy wearing an Aloha shirt, shows up and says, Come on, let's get the hell out of here! And the guy has a gun on his person. Turns out he's a cop who's there to help, who's there to, for certain reasons, he's helping them out. Why does he have a gun? Why is he there? We don't know. But he's trying to help Akko and her dad get away. And what he does, he pulls out his gun, he immediately shoots one of these mascots and he falls over. Things are okay. Things are great. These mascots are going to die. Whoever this guy was inside this mascot, he's going to pay for what he did, right? Nope. Turns out that the bullet hole heals, the mascot stands up, and his typical mascot face contorts into an angry face, and he opens his mouth. And you see that this is not a mascot of a, a person in a mascot costume. No. These are actual living, disturbing beings that were brought into existence, and all of them are crazy. And they're angry, and they're here for blood, or whatever they're doing. So, this manga is about what would happen if someone made a bunch of evil... Mascot creatures that are going to destroy the world. Alright? And meanwhile, you have Kago, who's looking for his little brother. Finds his little brother surrounded by a bunch of other mascots who are, like, almost worshipping him. He goes, tries to fight the mascots off. Suddenly, they all fall down. He hears a weird noise. They all fall down. He gets to his brother, who he cares about. He's like, it's okay, Makoto, it's okay, I found you, I found you. And then suddenly, half his head blows off. Turns out there is a sniper... Who has been following Makoto and Kego, and he shoots Makoto through the head. So Kego is completely shocked. He doesn't know what happened. He passes out. And as this sniper is watching, Makoto's head starts to fix up, similar to the mascots. And he's going to shoot Kego again, Kego and Makoto, but then he hears stand down. He's like, what the hell's going on? Goes into Japan, in the official, the you know, secret headquarters of Japan, where all the, the heads are. And you have a bunch of them trying to figure out what's going on, why are these mascots going crazy, what do we do, what do we do. And a mascot walks in. They all freak out, and it turns out, no, it's just the lead scientist for a specific project who likes wearing mascot costumes, because... The mascots won't bother her as long as she's wearing the mascot costume. It's almost like a camouflage to blend in. Her name is Chigusa Haruna. And she specializes in life sciences, and she explains what's going on. There was this project called the Pygmalion Project that was working on creating life itself. And their project was these creatures called Galatae. The problem was that 12 of the individuals who starred Galatae disappeared. And then this shit happens. They don't know what happened, but the only lead they have is one doctor, Shingo Ayahara. The father of Kago and Makoto Ayahara. So somehow these two are connected. And this is the story of them trying to stop this apocalypse. And meanwhile, Makoto and Kigo are trying to escape. Or Kigo's trying to find Makoto. This mysterious being who's crazy wants to kidnap Makoto for nefarious reasons. And use him for something because apparently he's half human, half Galatea. And a lot of violent shit happens. Including these mascots who do disturbing things. Like, they notice that when humans aren't around, the mascots do things that they do. Like, one of them is a soccer player. So he's playing soccer with a human head. 
Another one is a painter. He's an elephant with a paintbrush. And he's painting with, you guessed it, human body. That's what he's using to paint. He's just drawing little stars and things like that. It's a little bit cute, a little disturbing. Very weird series. The art style is kind of... Well, the human figures look pretty good. The Galatea, when they're cute, they look cute. When they're horrific, they look really horrific. They look like they're real human being creatures that have zippers. Underneath the zipper, there's just like... It's weird flesh, gross nastiness. It's a lot cleaner than, say, Junji Ito's look or um, the guy who did... Uh, the hell's his name? Um, Araki. Araki's look, but it still has this kind of horrific feel to it, which is kind of cool. The story is very different, I have to admit that, and where it goes, it's kind of shocking, and I didn't expect what it did. It is a very self-contained story. Like I said, it's only three volumes long, so it's only, I want to say, 20 chapters. That's it. And it does wrap up kind of nicely, where it has a whole lead-up and follow, and then it ends with this point, which I kind of do enjoy about it. Now... The, where could I say it would be better? Well, I think that if they wanted to go a longer run, it would have been cool, but I think that this is the perfect amount for it. My issue with it, though, is it is not for everybody, and some of the things they do focus on are kind of twisted. Like, there's an entire four chapters, or most of Volume 2, is just following this one mascot that is chasing after Akko because she's a girl. And it's really let's be honest it's rapey it's rapey as anything because this one's a pig who likes to fuck things and he likes women and he hates men like if he sees a man he screams and it says the male symbol and he tries to kill the men but female he goes after and he yeah he fucks them so he's trying to find Aiko to fuck her and it just they focus a little too much on that and that was a little like I don't want to follow that I'd rather follow the main story with Kego but I do like that they focus on the side characters as well and we find out more about including this one scientist for the Pygmalion Project who she's why they're mascots because she's completely crazy. She's like, I hate humans, but I love mascots. So we'll make them all into mascots. And then we'll rule the world or we'll destroy the world, but we'll be fine, but we won't be fine. And then there's more to it than that, including a virus that's named after a Greek god that may stop them or may not. You'll have to wait and see. Now, for my rating, I'm going to have to give Pygmalion by Chihiro Watanabe a... I want to say a borrow from a friend because it's really good it's disturbing and twisted but it's not for everybody it really isn't not for everybody and it's better than a give from a crazy ant mural because it is so different it's a horror story which involves mascots and some people are really creeped out by mascots me i kind of think they're kind of cool but i could see how it could be kind of creepy a mysterious weird plush figure that attacks you and stuff like when you see those videos of Chitan and Chitan attacking people, it's like, okay, she's gonna beat them up. She or he's gonna beat them up with baseball bats. Why? Because it's Chitan. Same premise. But if you have checked this out and you disagree with me, email me zantspirekin.com. Let me know what you think about this. Also, random question of the day is: If you were a mascot, what would your mascot look like? Would you be yourself just in chibi form? Would you be an animal? What would your mascot be? Let us know in the show notes or email us and we'll read them out for you now remember you can check out any of our other episodes at www.spiker.com email me personally zanspiker.com we're on facebook twitter instagram all the lovely social media sites and let's get to the part you've all been waiting for what am i talking about i'm talking about that one that only
Best friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. Each slot has a manga title to connect to it. So we're going to, we're going to spin the wheel and whenever no one lands on that to review the next episode of the Spark and Manga View, episode 319. I'm kind of excited because we have a lot of really good titles on here, some twisted titles on here, including one which it's about a girl who, outside of school, she is perfect, she is wonderful, she is amazing, but, no, reverse that. When she's in school, she's perfect, amazing, wonderful, everyone loves her, everyone thinks she's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but yet, when she's home, she, she takes off her school uniform, puts on a hamster pajama, and then suddenly, she becomes a Himoto. Yes, Umaro Chan is on here. We're going to see if it's going to spin. It might not, but we'll see. So let's spin to review the next episode. Pretty good spin today. Let's see. Ooh, number six. So, in the next episode, we're going to be reviewing a shoujo series about gangsters, rape, and the Vietnam War. Uh, talking about uh, banana, 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 banana fish. So, I'm kind of excited because I've only heard about this, never read it. I know bits and pieces about it, and there is a series which is you can watch on Amazon Prime because they just released it. Also, Studio Mappa is going to be at Anime Next, and we can probably we have an interview with them about banana fish. I want to hear how they consider adapting this old one, modernizing it, or maybe not. We'll see how it is. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. This is your Hosan. Uh, I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. See you later.